0: April Fools, everybody! Welcome to Pop Pantheon, the podcast where we completely overanalyze all of your favorite pop stars and then rank them in the official Pop Pantheon. I'm your host, DJ Louis Fourteenth. This is a surprise April Fools episode. Many people have complained to me over and over again that in now, what, 30 plus episodes of the show, we have yet to feature a tier five artist. And I've been thinking to myself... Many of the tier five artists, you know, do they have enough material for a full episode? How do we actually make that work? And at the same time, I felt like we have to feature artists that are in tier five. We can't have had this podcast going on for this long without having a tier five artist. So I know many people are fascinated by the very glacially unfurling career of former Fifth Harmony member Normani. And so I figured... I'd surprise you guys with a special episode. This is a lighthearted deep dive into the five, six, seven, depending on how you count them, song career of Normani. I want to lead off by saying I'm a fan. I think she's an incredibly talented artist. And I also want to acknowledge very quickly up top that I can only imagine how difficult it is to be a woman and a black woman working in the music industry, in the pop music industry. Of course, pop music history is littered with stories of black female artists with great talent who have been thwarted for one reason or another, usually by the powers that be. I'm thinking Tiara Marie, A. Marie, Tinashe. I mean, the list just goes on and on. So I totally respect her on so many levels. This conversation is really an attempt on my part to understand what I feel like have been some pretty strange choices that I feel like have been made either by her or the powers that be. I'm not clear on any of that. And to sort of try to figure out if she can pull it off at this point after... About four years of false starts and a very scant amount of music. So I hope you guys enjoy this. This is supposed to be fun. I'm going to skip the normal biography intro here because, as I said, there's really only five to seven songs to talk about. So I'll just leave it for the episode. As usual, please follow pop pantheon pod on Instagram for updates and cool graphics and all kinds of other fun stuff. Follow me DJ L O U I E X I V on both Instagram and Twitter. And please subscribe, rate and review the podcast on Apple podcast or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Little mini pop pantheon Normani with my fabulous guest, keep it host, Ira Madison the third. Okay, so I'm here once again with the lovely Ira Madison the third. Keep it. Ira, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you. This was fun last time. Talking about the Queen. Listen, and we fucking
0: didn't get cancelled by the barbs. <laughs> The night before, I was texting uh, the guy that helps with the podcast, Russ, and I was like, I'm a little bit scared. Like, what if they find this? And they, like, spam the podcast page with negative comments and, like, (laughs) take me down, dox my mother, like, kill my sister. Mm. I was afraid.
1: (laughs) I mean, now, the fans might after this episode. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We like to test fate together. That's That's our chemistry, Ira. We come on here. And we, we try it with the uh, Stan armies. <laughs> All right. So this is a special edition of Pop Pantheon where Ira and I, I think, are going to not shame, but just investigate mm-hmm. what is going on with, quote unquote, ascendant pop queen
1: Normani. Mm. Right? Yes. If that is her real name. <laughs> And if she's a pop queen. You know, there's a lot. There's giant a, question mark There's a lot that. of questions. There's a lot of confusion.
0: I feel like I can't, for the life of me, get a grip on what the plan is here exactly with her or sort of like what's been going on over the last four years. I mean, mm-hmm. she's obviously like incredibly talented. We know this. Mm-hmm. She's clearly got her eyes set on being Beyonce or being some version of a Beyonce-style pop superstar. That's her, her self-professed idol. Mm-hmm. And yet, it just feels like we've been in some weird limbo with her career for now four years or so.
1: Yeah, I feel like the internet is constantly wondering. There have been several articles about it, too. Whether or not Normani is you know being sabotaged by her label. They're wondering what's going on at RCA. It's all very confusing to me. She was the person with the most support coming out of fifth harmony and you know people were poised people were ready for the takeover and i get a pandemic happened but <laughs>
0: but other bitches made it through the pandemic look <laughs> at Dua Lipa. she is thriving Dua Lipa thriving
1: invented the pandemic Um, that was her master plan but you know like normani had motivation and that's pre-pandemic baby and it was not followed up with anything
0: but and ira motivation came out like significantly like she like she was already like what the fuck was going on before the pandemic Mm -hmm. because motivation was in august 2019 and there was Radio silence.
1: No performances. That was March
0: 2020, the pandemic right. started. She
1: did the MTV VMAs just like she did with Wild Side and no other follow up performances.
0: No. And I'm like I'm with you where it's like, I can't figure out. As you said, she came out of Fifth Harmony. I think she was everyone's like fave to be a breakout. I mean, I guess Camilla kind of situated herself when she was the girl that broke the group up mm-hmm. like the girl that breaks the group up i feel like always is trying to situate herself as the uh, breakout star of course. but i feel like people recognize that normani was like a unique talent in the group you know she's the dancer she's got like the mm. drive to be one of these like a-list
1: girls and camilla has hits though camilla has hits though which is also very yes, shocking camilla has you. hits that's very shocking to me Bitch,
0: <laughs> this is the thing that surprises me. And this is my working theory, and maybe this conversation will help clarify this because I'm curious what you think about it. But before we even get into this, the, the kind of joke of this whole podcast is that since 2017, when Fifth Harmony broke up, Normani has released a grand total of, I believe, five songs. And Toto in four years. Mm-hmm. And here's my working theory. I, I, let me Let me put this out there and let me hear what you think about it. Okay. I feel like... Normani really sees herself as or aspires to be one of these, like, pop stars of maybe a couple generations ago. Beyonce, Britney, these are, like, the people that she really idolizes. And it was a very different kind of landscape back then when... There was no internet, there was no streaming, there was no social media, and the way that pop stars seemed to arrive was with a crazy in love, or a hit me baby one more time, like these event singles that like launched you into the stratosphere. Mm -hmm. And I feel like nowadays, that's not how pop stars pop off anymore. It's like they basically like muddle around for a couple years, throwing shit at the wall in front of us, releasing lots and lots of songs, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. And I feel like she's, like, refusing to do that because she sees herself in this other echelon, but it's kind of backfiring on her. What do you make of that?
1: It's weird because, I mean, Motivation was that song, but where was the promotion? It was nowhere. Right. It was nowhere. It, was, it, it Motivation could have been a song that climbed. If there were, I don't know, late night performances, you know, if there was anything mm. else going on with that song, it's so confusing to me why there was just radio silence after motivation, which is a banger.
0: Agree. By far the most successful swing she's had at launching this ship,
1: I feel. And it's a great pop song.
0: Yes, totally. And it had a real point of view, which was really fun for the moment, which is like what a lot of her other music is lacking to me. Like some of the other music she puts out has been either kind of like, and we'll get to this, but has been either kind of like Spotify core. Like I like it, but it's like almost Mm backgroundy. Like her duets with Sam Smith and Khalid. Like love Lovely songs, but it's not like those are like hitting you over the head like, yes, bitch. And then post-motivation, we're getting these kind of like, I don't know, SZA-esque sort of Janet nodding slow R&B tracks. So if she is going for an event single, you know, like in that old school sense, Motivation seems like it was the most successful swing at that idea. But now she's like, she keeps trying to set these new songs up as that. And they just, every time they come out, as much as I like Wild Side and I like Fair, I'm like, this isn't going to work as like the event single that like launches you into pop superstardom. Mm -hmm.
1: And if she is going to go the vibe of this, then lean into it, you know, be the R&B girl, be the slinky music girl. Right, right. But it's the cake and eating it too, because she's, you know, when she's releasing it, she's like, the up tempo stuff is coming, I promise. And so, and like teasing working with Calvin (laughs) Harris. So it's, which one are we doing here?
0: Yeah, and she's a little betwixt in between because she could be pursuing more of like a Tanache path where she's like, Okay, I'm not really trying to be the main pop girly. I'm just gonna make cool R and B music and I'm gonna play to my fans. But she clearly doesn't want to do that. No, She's she not ready mainstream. to take that route yet. She's in the mainstream. So she wants mainstream. But her songs don't feel that different to me than Tanache's songs, aside, motivation aside.
1: Yes. Wildside and Fair sound like fifth and sixth singles.
0: Exactly. Or if that, if well, that. When Wildside came out, I was like, oh, this is like track seven on as album or yeah. something like that, where you're like, yeah, I'm into this, but it, this isn't going to grab the culture in the way that I think the pop stars that she looks up to did with their mm-hmm. kind of launch pad singles that's that was kind of the point that i was making
1: she and it's so weird she was part of culture she was a fervent part of pop culture you had nikki the queen you know like saying normani is that bitch at the vma's
2: don't be coming for Fip harmony because normani is that bitch
1: (laughs) it's just sort of like when you're part of the conversation so much and then you vanish I just, I I don't think anyone's utilizing or being a part of the conversation because then when you vanish and come back, you you, have to start a new conversation.
0: You can't vanish. That was my point kind of talking about the pop stars of today, like even a Billie Eilish. I mean, Billie Eilish released music like every two months for like years before that whole thing really took off. Mm -hmm. Like that seems to me to be the the general way that pop stars get attention. Maybe Olivia Rodrigo notwithstanding, but like it's very rare for like the event single thing to work these days, I think. I think you got to be just more consistent Consistently in everyone's face, and she's really defying that. And I guess what I can't tell, what I, what the mystery is, is is this her decision to do this, or is she being like sort of fucked by the powers that be, like the label and the management and stuff mm-hmm.
1: like that? What's interesting too is that because she's sort of emulating these pop stars, she's sort of acting the way they act now. Beyonce right. and Britney, you know, were Christina were were very visible even in interviews yes. and things, Rihanna, before they decided to pull back. Right. What's weird too is like, you think of like a Billie Eilish, you think of Charlie Pooh. even Camilla. <laughs> I don't follow Camilla. I always Camilla. think I don't, of Charlie Pooh. I don't follow Camilla on social media, so I don't know what she does. But, you know, I feel like- <laughs> We I don't, don't acknowledge I don't feel her. like I don't know much about Normani's personality either. Yeah, no. I, I, she's a sweet girl, and I think that's all yes, we know about she's, her.
0: I don't think she has that big of a personality. She wants to be Beyonce. Beyonce gets away with being mysterious because Beyonce's got- the hits and career to back that up like also, she was so doesn't have that like,
1: when she started old interviews with Beyonce like <laughs> yeah. she's like she's so funny <laughs> and candid in them it's like she became that that's true when she's fucking high off her ass talking about whales yeah you know I she could be an animal for one day what would you pick
2: an animal and oh that's hard I know what I'd be was... a
1: whale
2: why I love whales I said... I love Well since I was a little girl. She wants to touch one one day.
1: You have to, to sit through Tyra Banks rhyming things with your name yeah. like Beyonce had to suffer through if you want the startup. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Go play I one agree. of those silly also- games on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> I also- Definitely that.
0: And I also just feel like, look, if you're going to do the thing where you're like, I'm not releasing lots and lots of music, I'm going to only release like songs that are really going to capture people's imaginations, then they can't be these slow ass mm-hmm. r and, and tracks. I think you a got bit to choose more creative one lane too. or the other.
1: It needs to be a bit more creative. Yeah,
0: I agree. All right, so let's rewind a bit and just sort of walk through Normani's illustrious career of five songs. Mm-hmm. So in 2017... Fifth Harmony disbands officially. Now, thinking back about Fifth Harmony, in your experience, were you standing Normani when she was in Fifth Harmony? Like, was she the standout to you? Absolutely. What did you love about her? What stood out about her during the Fifth Harmony? She games? was
1: always hitting the choreography. She always mm-hmm. just, you know, like I was rooting for everybody black, you know.
0: Yeah, right. And she was like clearly the most talented of
1: the yes. Group, I think. And I don't honestly, I'm sorry, I was a Fifth Harmony half stan i don't even remember all the other members names i know there's lauren gerargi let's see if you can name that um there's there's lauren 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 the
0: bisexual
1: who's who's had dinah jane oh okay lauren had one good song yeah the one with halsey yeah with halsey yes you know That, I was like, "That's I'm like, that's what I need from both of them, and neither of them want to deliver it to me yes. anymore." So no, 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 no. Uh, no. Where's the joint um. album, sisters? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like former by supergroup, uh, and then I don't know this girl's name.
0: A- 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 Allison? No, um, Ally Brooke. Okay. That's the fifth one. So, yeah, me too. I also was kind of like a Normani stan, and I never was into Camilla, really. Like, I always found her voice pretty grating. Mm. And then when Camilla left the group, I kind of feel like Camilla did more what I was talking about earlier, which is that she released a lot of music before Havana clicked. Like, yes. she did kind of what most of the pop stars do these days, which is like flood the market. I mean, you remember crying in the club? Yes, of course. I loved crying in the club. <laughs> <laughs> um... Me too. in the
2: club. Feet carry your tears as they fall, baby. Ain't no crying in the club. Hey, hey, with a little fight. hey, your tears turn to ecstasy. Ain't no crying.
0: When her singles didn't click, she just moved on to the next one very fast. That's like what most of the girlies do
1: now. Yeah, and and then she had to become a celebrity in order to stay in the conversation, you know, this relationship with Sean.
0: Has it helped her music career? It's it's, it's helped
1: none of their careers. Maybe more people people know who they are now, but Cinderella was abysmal. (laughs) And Shawn Mendes <laughs> Shawn Mendes is sort of like lo-fi radio hits But like if you ask any person on the street like, I don't The I name don't. of Shawn Mendes song they can't So I don't think that relationship no. worked for either of them No one cared enough
0: I mean Camilla was having more musical success Before that started in my opinion She had a fluke hit with Havana
2: Havana Have oh, nah, nah. hey.
0: And then she was able to turn that into, like, a pretty successful first album. That second album went absolutely nowhere. Mm -hmm. And now it sort of feels like, where is Camila Cabello? But that's almost neither here nor
1: there. She's got a new bop, though, with My my King. (laughs) Which one? With My King. Her song with Ed Sheeran.
0: Oh, Ira, stop.
1: You know I love Ed.
0: Uh, Ira, (laughs) I thought we were here standing only one straight man, and that is Charlie Poof. Uh, the only acceptable straight man in pop who gay baits us uh, mercilessly.
1: (laughs) I see you liking all those picks, Ira. I love Mr. Pooh. He's also one of those people. He has songs people remember, but (laughs) he used to throw everything at the damn wall. And now he's decided that he wants to be a serious artist. He is, milk and light switch <laughs> I'm, like, and I'm like can I please get to, light I know switch, it's really good song of the year. it's really good yeah
0: the thing that differentiates Charlie from Sean is that Charlie's music is good yeah alright so Camilla leaves the group she launches a successful solo career mm-hmm. Fifth Harmony releases an album without her in 2017
1: iconic album iconic uh, yes. album yes Down yes yeah.
0: that boom boom
1: boom i mean that was such a good album that was paid dust because everybody was ready to get the fuck out of that group at that point but like fifth harmony the self-titled down he liked that sussed up come on messy i'm gonna listen to this again later fifth harmony had bobs i mean i love with normani fans like i I love being at like gay pre-games or like you're just hanging watching videos and like they're on like a fifth harmony track from that era and they're always shook because they've never seen it um and they're like this is so good (laughs) that is fifth harmony's legacy so when the
0: group Finally, officially disbands after this album. Who's rooting for Normani? Like, who are the Normani stands? Everybody. That
1: are for her? Everyone is the Normani <laughs> stand.
0: Everybody on the earth? Yes. Everyone, <laughs> everyone on the on earth. The earth. <laughs> I'm thinking it's more like gays and gays yeah no no
1: gays like black women were supporting her you had the nickies you know mm. like, she, like mm. rihanna put her in savage she's a person that like black twitter will go up for
0: right the stars were going for her the yeah, stars were supporting, but black her. twitter Nikki would support her too himself. so i feel like yes, you right, know right those right.
1: are the good makeup you need to make a successful pop star anyway you need gay people and black people and maybe one song that plays you know in latin markets beyonce what do you, beyonce what do you think makes
0: her <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why she did that song with shakira <laughs> That's why she had. That's why she yeah, had. Uh, um, and she did it in Spanish. And she
0: recorded like all of B Day in Spanish. Yes, at one irre, point irreplaceable
1: too. in Spanish.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hope you charted this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: When
0: she re released B Day in a completely new track order with like 900 new songs I, in Spanish. I
1: want to say that that was <laughs> one of the most maddening things to me because my brain. The like, original my, my, B Day track listing is perfect. It was. And I don't like the new track listing at all. And my brain still constantly wants to play the original track listing.
0: That is not canon, Ira. I had to go into Spotify and make a playlist of the original (laughs) track listing. I'm not listening to fucking that Beautiful Liar, the opening track of B-Day in what world? In what world? (laughs) Sorry. That is like a hobby horse of mine. (laughs) The fact that Spotify has that other track listing on there is honestly like for someone who has such control over everything that's out there about her, like fix it, Beyonce. That is like not appropriate. Mm -hmm. That's every Beyonce Stan's favorite Beyonce album. Anyway, so... Like, is it just the talent that people are glomming onto? They just see that she is the talent and that's why people want her to win, I
1: think. And also, you know, there was like the racist allegations and, you know, like not being treated well by Camila and stuff. And like people, uh, uh, people and right. trolls online attacking her too. So like there was also the sympathy.
0: Mm, right. And she's got this kind of like innocent quality to her. Like mm-hmm. she seems a little bit naive and earnest in a certain way.
1: Yeah. She's the, the sweet hot girl in teen movies.
0: The sweetheart girl. Yeah. She seems really... Really earnest and so almost doe-eyed in a certain sense. So Normani's first single as a solo artist is a duet with alt R and B pop star Khalid. It's called "Love Lies."
2: The day is in the night Underneath the Sunarise. Show me where you love life.
0: This song becomes a number nine hit. What do you think about Love Lies? How would you describe Love Lies? And do you? How do you feel about that song?
1: Sleepy. All of Khalid's, all of, <laughs> all, all of Khalid's music sounds the same to me too, but he's a sweet I agree. person. I, I don't. I don't stand he, for him. He's sweet though. I profiled him for some magazine. I, I think it was GQ. That was mm. years ago. Yeah, Love Lies is. I remember the performance, the live performance yes. where she does that choreography, and like that is what sold yes. it.
0: That was a gag yeah full gag and you know what's crazy i agree with you love lies to me is like a perfectly nice song i always call this kind of music spotify core because it's the shit that like spotify throws on a playlist and everybody listens to it to, like it's like just kind of background mm-hmm. music in a way yeah and then i remember the performance that she gave on the billboard music awards they did it as a duet and her dancing was so like out of step with the sleepy vibe of yeah. the song like she appears out of nowhere and gives like Full-scale Beyonce-level choreography to this like sleepy guitar R&B track, which was mm-hmm. such a gag. Does that song and its success do anything to help establish Normani's solo pop career? Do you think?
1: No, this is a buzz single. <laughs> it's a buzz single, and it was more his song But it was anyway. a hit. I know. It's got like it's a, a, a billion
0: streams on Spotify. But it's on
1: his album. You know, it was for him.
0: Right. Like, did anybody outside of people who were in the know know or care that that was her, is my question. Yeah, I
1: don't think so.
0: No. but I do But then, no, she, re-
1: don't but think then so. she released two bombs.
0: Right. Okay, so that happens. Soon after... She releases a song called Waves. No,
1: I'm talking about Checklist and Slow Down. What's Checklist and Slow Down? I'm sorry. That are the two songs she dropped with Calvin Harris in 2018. Oh, okay. Go on. Which are two of her best. I'm ill-prepared, obviously. Two of her best (laughs) songs. Oh, they're fantastic. That is what I think Normani can be. I remember this now that you're saying
0: it, but I totally forgot about
1: it. I mean, it's forgettable, but that's what she could be. And if she's working with Calvin Harris on this upcoming album like maybe it's gonna go back to that feel you know which is what what is that how do these songs it's sort of like up-tempo r&b ish you know it's very like it's not quite calvin doing where have you been or this is what you came for it's like that's rihanna's level of speed it's more like mid-tempo calvin harris Uh it would fit on his like um, like groovy house of his, kind his, of. Vibe. Yeah, you know, once he shifted into like bounce and funk, Calvin Harris. Yeah, he's had so many eras, yeah. and you know what? Yes, I love all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Sorry, I don't know if it's controversial or not, but I love Calvin Harris. I love Calvin Harris. I don't think Harris. that's controversial. Okay, I don't know. Calvin
0: Harris has given us some incredible music. Okay,
1: over, I just like... And I, continues to. I created disco, Ready for the Weekend, Iconic mm. Albums. Yes. And then when he started, Great. like, 18... In the 80s. 18 months... Ugh come on now. Yep. Sweet nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like motion. I don't think that's controversial. Ugh. Calvin Harris is
0: incredible. Although we will say Calvin Harris couldn't help Normani.
1: That's fair. Well, I don't <laughs> think the songs were promoted. I think they were just on Spotify.
0: Wasn't checklist like a kind of Afro beat song?
1: Yeah. With WizKid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah all right but let's be honest those songs don't really do much for anybody i mean those are like you gotta be in the know in the know for that yeah those couple songs right even i miss that
1: well then there's (laughs) waves which i don't listen to
0: no that song did not chart we're not that's not canon we're not talking about i don't listen to it and i
1: don't like pronouncing the name six lack
0: no i'm like i don't like i don't like i don't like seeing
1: it written it's a truly me insane out. way to write a name. It I have me no out. idea how to say that.
0: Six lakh. What did you say, six lakh or six black? Six
1: lakh? It's, it, I think it's just black. I don't six know what lakh. it is. I don't know what it is. I don't <laughs> like it. I've only seen it written down. Okay, me neither.
0: That's not canon. Uh, next up, we got 2019, another duet, another smooth Spotify core duet with Dancing Sam with Smith called Dancing with a Stranger.
2: I wasn't even going You all my mind. I know exactly what I have to do.
1: Your vibe on Dancing with Stranger. Let me tell you. Some, let, me, okay. let me tell you something. I love this song. Same. I love it. I love, love it. it. They post out flawless love on, it. on it. Love it. Definitely one of Sam Smith's. Best songs. This really. was one of the periods where I started liking them and then yeah. they got annoying again publicly. But yes, I okay. feel like this era, mm-hmm. this album of Sam's, it was serving a lot. Dusty in Memphis, you know? It was it was giving me what yes. I needed. Ooh, good reference.
0: Yeah. This is like a sexy r&b vibe. This is like a little bit in the vein of how do you sleep, right? Yeah. You know, Normani sounds great on this song. This is kind of more in the vibe of I think the music she likes to make. But again. Despite this song being a billion streamed smash in the top 10, does this do anything to help establish Normani's solo career outside of the people that are already characters?
1: I think a bit. People know this song, though. Do they know it's her? People be like... Like, I'm talking about not just gays who are obsessed with Normani. Well, I don't talk to other people. (laughs) 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 I only know gays who are obsessed with Normani.
0: That literally is the tagline of your friend group. But yeah, this is a sexy song. It's a good song. So 2019, that's where Normani's at. We've had these two duets. So she's had a couple hits. The buzz is buzzing. I still don't feel like we've had the feeling that the solo career is fully launched. These feel like both of these songs feel like they belong to the other artist on the song more Mm -hmm. than to Normani, like she's the guest, right? Would you say that's true? Sure, yes, absolutely. So the big moment arrives in August, 2019 when Normani releases motivation. This song feels like the song she's been trying for. It's got the patina of an event single. It is written with Ariana Grande and Max Martin and Ilya, all of these huge producers. It comes out the same day that there's a very expensive looking video comes out that showcases her dancing and nods to all of her pop queens like Beyoncé and Britney and Hit Me Baby One More Time and Crazy in Love and It was everywhere. It was everywhere. And it sounds like kind of an overt homage to Beyonce. I mean, it sounds like Check On It, I feel like, to me.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: This song had the most personality. Aside from the way they rolled it out, which felt really successful, like people seemed really excited about this. Mm. This song had the biggest point of view to me because that was kind of like all right we've seen her in these kind of like featured positions on these groovy r&b songs this song had like a point of view and it was up tempo
1: it does right unfortunately only had 298 <laughs> million streams
0: yes yeah, a paltry number yeah. yeah and it peaked at number 33 on the charts we talked about this a little at the beginning but what happened here no promotion that? no promotion you really think this was a fully promotional it was no pro-
1: no, no promotion None. Jail.
0: Why? If you had to speculate,
1: I don't know. Racism. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I
1: have no it idea. Seems have like no idea. It seems like they had their shit together. Just, I have no answer.
0: It seems like they had their shit together on this one. Like it felt like the plan was there. The video was came out. The VMAs performance. It all felt like it was lined up know. to happen.
1: I should have. I should have known when she was <laughs> off center during that performance <laughs> at the VMAs. <laughs> The side of things to come
0: <laughs> oh no it just seems like she's so meticulous that i can't imagine that she would put a single out that was supposed to launch her career and then have no plan to promote it that seems crazy to me
1: i know and, just thinking about who she is and then in 2020 i was paid dust with the song that i like <laughs> and nobody disappeared with uh, the song i like diamonds from the birds of prey soundtrack with megan the stallion i'm sorry i love it no i love it it was one of my top five played songs of the pandemic
0: no i i can't agree but i am happy for
1: all right when she says southern girl and me i ain't afraid to catch a case
0: uh. And what Iris referencing is Normani's non-charting single with Megan Thee Stallion from the Birds of Prey soundtrack, Diamonds?
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I'm glad that y- I'm glad that you liked that.
1: Let me tell you something. It's got almost as many streams as Wildside. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's not really saying that much. <laughs> so, normani then in a kind of iconic way disappears she has motivation it feels like that's the launch for the album everyone's excited everyone's ready to rumble and then we don't hear from normani again for two fucking years whilst we are all quarantined and it also becomes a bit of an internet meme everyone's wondering where normani is Mm -hmm. and finally in 2021 she announces that she's back She's got a new single coming out. It's a big deal. Again, it feels like they're lining this up to be an event single. It features Cardi B. Obviously, when you're paying to put Cardi B on the song, you're hoping it's really going to pop off, right? I mean, that's got to be what they were thinking. It once again is released simultaneously to a very expensive looking music video. Mm-hmm. And the song is called Wild Side.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate when you, you know I like it because you Making up a cake for you. Sweet baby, like it when you bite it. We can't just keep talking about it. We think too often about it. We can't just be cautious about it. I wanna give out. Take me for right, boy. Show me you outside, boy. No it's been a while, boy. I wanna
0: give up. It also features um, I'm assuming a very expensive sample of Aliyah's one in a million. So mm. clearly they were putting chips on this one, which in fact, like which me. is
1: very hard to hear. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, just, I like. I can't barely hear the sample sometimes.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that felt. Oh, I, I get your mean. Yes, the sample felt like a total. I felt like they used the sample as a means of being like, "This is nodding at Aaliyah." Like it was more of like a branding exercise than actually like
1: needed in the song. Also, let me tell you something. This is a. It's it's a sleepy song. And is three three minutes and twenty nine seconds. Why would you release an extended version? Where the songs we do need extended Charlie versions XCX of. the songs
0: are two minutes and fifteen seconds now, girl. We got to keep it moving. Get those replays. I know. No, you're not getting replays
1: with a four-minute song. Anyway.
0: Ira, I was shocked when I heard this song for the first time. I was literally like, okay, she's waited two years. Here it comes, baby. She's about to give it to the girls. This is the moment we've been waiting for. She's waited. She's waited till she found the perfect song to get this ship back on, you know what? on its sails, whatever. I
1: saw the video first, so <laughs> I was won over at first.
0: I don't know. I think I saw the video first, too, and I was like, ooh i mean the video is good but mm. like the song that's mm. your song we waited two years to hear this song and i like the song but mm. like two years that was the song mm-hmm. has the song grown on you at all wild time yeah
1: no i don't listen to it at all
0: i it has grown on me i have to say that but i really don't understand it as like a lead single i listen to, to it latest.
1: i listened to it quite a bit when it first came out now i don't listen to it at all
0: yeah well That's how it went. so Wildside does debut at number 14, just based on, I guess, streams of the video and Mm -hmm. like interest in the two year waiting period, but quickly kind of falls off the charts or stays in the kind of bottom rungs of the charts. It's not really a hit. And that brings us basically to the present day where maybe two weeks ago, Normani dropped her latest single fair, which feels even less like an event than Wildside to me. Is
2: it fair that you moved on? Cause I swear than didn't break down a, me
0: a nice song, not a particularly striking no. song.
1: <laughs> you know what? It's cute. She's not gonna think, cut it, I don't think. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on the playlist and let it loop. I'm trying to support her
0: yeah cute but it's but is cute getting normani where normani
1: wants to go i don't know where she wants to go maybe this is where she wants to be
0: i don't think she's where she wants to be
1: she is an ambitious person yeah so i don't know but it's maybe it's something for her so i can't i can't i can't <laughs>
0: i don't think she's in a place where she can make music for her normani needs a hit yeah she needs a hit
1: she doesn't need where's hit? the hit she doesn't need a hit.
0: Where's the hit? I don't. And I also, as I said earlier in the conversation, I don't think Normani wants to be Tanase. I don't think she wants to be this sort of niche no. R and B girl.
1: We said that earlier. So this is what. So what's the strategy? It's weird that in a way Doja is in her space. Yes, 100%. because Normani doesn't rap like do the rap like Doja does. But every other song of Doja's is just like R and B and futuristic and fun. And I feel like Normani could have done "Kiss Me" more. Totally. Except the thing about
0: Doja is she's an amazing songwriter she's filled with personality yeah she's online 24 hours a day yeah i feel like the problem with normani a little bit i don't know maybe this is just my like read of her is that like there isn't a huge amount of personality there there's not a lot going on behind the sleek dance moves and the
1: nice voice yeah there's no persona
0: yeah i don't find her interesting particularly in fact even as a contrast, like, Chloe is so over the top. Chloe Bailey, like, she's a little bit annoying in another way. But, like, <laughs> at least she's giving you that, like, fire
1: insanity. You know what I mean? She's just going the little Nas X route. And it makes sense that they're friends, Chloe and Nas.
0: It does. And she's very extra. She doesn't have the finesse that little Nas X has with the social media stuff. But there's more fire. There's more to connect to. Normani's kind of, like, off in space a little
1: bit. I think I love Chloe music because someone described it as music from the empire soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) like the the song she keeps like doing snippets on treat me sounds exactly like it is from empire season one or star here's a question here's a question
0: for you where we sit today on march 24th 2022 who's got a better shot at solo superstardom chloe or Normani?
1: chloe absolutely
0: yeah sad but true what do you think Normani's future is?
1: Gently releasing albums that stream fine.
0: Like becoming a niche R&B artist.
1: Yeah, just just very mid.
0: Yeah. She's not getting where she might seem like she wants to go. Like she's not getting into A-list pop stardom.
1: No, I don't see it for her.
0: I got to say I don't either. That's not to undermine her talent. Like I really do think she's really talented and I like a lot of these songs. I'm just I'm a little perplexed by what I feel like is her ambition to become an A-list pop star and then what the material has been. That's what I'll say about it as a concluding statement on that. I would agree. So now's when we talk about the pop pantheon. Ira, is there any debating that Normani is a tier five?
1: Yeah, she's tier five at the moment, unfortunately. (laughs)
0: She's our first official tier five inductee. Yeah. I I don't think we've unwrapped any of the mystery, (laughs) to be honest (laughs) with you. I feel like I'm just as in the dark as when we sat down to have this
1: conversation. You know what? The truth and Normani is out there. And maybe it's for other people to find and not us? Someone. Someone will find it.
0: (laughs) Okay. This is normally where I'd ask for a
1: underrated Normani song that we
0: could send the podcast out on. But I feel like we've talked about
1: all of them. No, you have not. You were very disrespectful to her Calvin Harris tracks. I think Slow Down is an underrated song.
0: Okay, fine. Slow Down it is. We're going out on slow down. Ira Madison, thank you so much for coming back for this incredibly informative deep dive into the career legacy of Normani.
2: Could you just be real? Don't be scared of it. All right, so
0: there you have it. It's Pop Pantheon Normani. She is our first official Tier Five inductee. We now officially have pop stars in every tier. That's an achievement, I guess. I want to thank is in the third for being such a good sport and doing this sort of silly episode with me. I want to thank you guys for listening. Please follow the podcast at Pop Pantheon Pod on Instagram and me at DJ L-O-U-I-E-X-I-V on Instagram and Twitter. Hop in the Discord. Leave a rating or a review in the Apple Podcast Store or on Spotify. And until next week, I hope you have a wonderful life. Goodbye.